Hi everyone and welcome to the Digital Diamonds podcast. I am so excited to be sharing this episode with you guys because I just interviewed one of my favorite YouTubers, Natalie Barbu, and oh my gosh, it was so, 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 so much fun to talk to her and guys, Natalie is just such an girl boss like she's literally such a girl boss she's not only an amazing youtuber and influencer but she's also currently in the process of launching her own online store and clothing line so we talk so much about that like the behind the scenes of what it's really like to like start a business launch a clothing line as a young entrepreneur we obviously talk a lot about YouTube as well because, as I said, she is a YouTuber, an amazing YouTuber. We, sh we talk about, you know, time management and advice for starting a YouTube channel. And we also talk about how you can be your most authentic version online, how you can really build a connection to your viewers, to your audience, how you can be super relatable to, you know, be a bit more human and be a bit more real on social media. So guys, I'm so excited to be sharing this episode with you. Don't forget to head over to Natalie's Instagram or YouTube, leave her a comment and tell her that you came from this podcast. I'm sure she would be super, super, super excited. And yeah, without further ado, let's get started. This is the Digital Diamonds Podcast, helping your business shine bright online. I'm your host, Laura, and I'm a student entrepreneur and YouTuber. I help female entrepreneurs to create standout YouTube channels and show up with the most badass, confident version of themselves online. Let's get you the online visibility and attention that you need to build your own girlboss empire. Hi, Natalie, and welcome to the Digital Diamonds podcast. I am buzzing to have you on. And for anyone who doesn't know you, could you please introduce yourself and give us some fun facts about you and tell us about, you know, where you or like how you got where you are now? <laughs> that was no English, but yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me. Um, I feel so honored that you would ask me to be on your podcast. Um, but I'm Natalie, and I'm a 22-year-old YouTuber. I just graduated college, actually, and I'm living in LA for the summer, but I mainly do videos of lifestyle. I do college-related videos. I'm also starting my own online store, so I'll be doing more videos involving that, but I'm really excited just to start my own business, too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is like, I was so excited when I, when I saw your video on your clothing line and we Thank will you. talk about it later. Can you give us like one fact about like a fun fact, a random one? <laughs> um, I can speak three languages. So English, Spanish, and Romanian. That's amazing. That's actually, that's really cool. Actually. Wow. I love like languages and stuff. And yeah. That's yeah, amazing. No, Thanks. <laughs> Yay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I already told you, but I will just tell my, my listeners. That, that sounds weird, like, to say listeners, my, my girls who are listening right now. <laughs> so, you know, Natalie, like, I've been following her for so, so long over on her YouTube, and 
like she's such an interesting personality so i thought i would dedicate the first half of the interview to like social media youtube because like she's amazing at that obviously and then the second half to entrepreneurship and natalie you know becoming a girl boss and you know starting her clothing line and such so i'm really excited um so my first question first of all i have to say like as I said, um, you're like one of my role models when it comes to YouTube because you're so relatable. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know any other YouTuber. I mean, I can't think of one who is like that relatable. And so for me, like with my podcast, I love to encourage others to, you know, bring more authenticity into their social media and, you know, being more relatable. So do you have any tips for my listeners on how to be like more authentic, how to really share your personality, maybe great platforms to do that or video formats or like, just tell us. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Um, I always say that I think video is a great way to actually show your personality. So mm -hmm. I feel like YouTube vlogs in general are a really great way for like your subscribers or your followers, if you're trying to grow that, to see how you really are. It makes it feel like you're really friends with the person versus just like looking at a picture of them and not knowing anything about them. So I think videos, even if it's not on YouTube, even if it's on Instagram stories or Snapchat stories um, or Instagram video or IGTV now, all of those are really, really great ways to have your audience just see who you really are. And I feel like through a picture, everyone's life is so glamorous, so it's not as relatable. But once you go on video form and you're just laying in your bed, like bored or doing nothing and talking to a camera or in your room filming a video, it's so much more real because you actually see the way the person interacts, I guess, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Um, so I definitely think that video form is such a great way to get people to get to know you if you're trying to build an audience um, that connects with you more. Because I feel like once they get to know you and once they think that they're your, or once they feel like they're like sitting in the room with you, mm -hmm. then they'll start engaging with your pictures more and they'll start engaging with your channel more. So I think being relatable is not only just easier for you because you get to really open yourself up to your viewers, but it also will help with like connecting with them too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It makes so much sense. And, you know, I feel like, because a lot of my listeners, they are like entrepreneurs. So they come from like the business background and they're often afraid to share the less, you know, professional side. Like often when they think about, for example, starting a YouTube channel, often mm -hmm. it's about like filming how to videos or like, you know, the really professional ones. So I love that you encourage vlogging as well. I mean, not obviously not only as like youtuber but also as like an entrepreneur using video i think vlogging is so powerful right yeah and especially because then once they it all comes back i guess to them really feeling like they know you and feeling like they're your friend not just another person on camera like with my favorite youtubers i feel like i already know them so i feel like if i meet them i'm not gonna be like surprised or anything you know yeah. so and with that, then people normally support you more and um, in your business, it can actually help because they'll be supporting you because they already know you and like you. So they'll want to support any endeavor that you go into. 
Yeah, absolutely. So for you, I mean, like, I think I have like a question that goes into that as well. But for you, it's so beneficial, of course, to have that audience who like loves you, who knows you, right, for your upcoming like business clothing line. Um, so like, that's so amazing. Yeah, no, that really did help. And I was overwhelmed by the amount of support. Like, I did not think that I would get that much support because mm -hmm. being on the internet, I'm sure you can relate to this. You don't, you might see numbers of like how many viewers or how many followers, but you never know. Like it, sometimes it feels like you're still just talking to a camera. Mm -hmm. If so, it's really, really great actually seeing the engagement and seeing how much they actually support me. Like I've gotten so many messages and comments and the amount of people that applied to be a brand ambassador and everything like that. Like it was so shocking in a good way. Mm -hmm. um, and it was really, really great that so many people supported me in that. Like, I really was not expecting that at all. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so amazing. And for anyone, I mean, you obviously like, obviously have to <laughs> subscribe to Natalie on YouTube, but you know, talking <laughs> about, and also like to her vlog channel, she has like two, two channels anyway. Um, <laughs> so, I think like your, your videos I love them. Like, I appreciate your realness so much. Like, even your, what just came to my mind is, like, your morning routines, where now you do them more, like, vlog style, and people, mm -hmm. like, love your morning routines, right? Because yeah. they are so, like, authentic and so natural. And, you know, with so many videos, especially morning routines, we all know it's all, like, you know, you don't even film it in the morning. You film it, like... <laughs> whenever <laughs> no yeah exactly I feel like old YouTube um was really focused on making it everything look perfect and making it look so like professional very just very perfect you know like a tv show like a sitcom but now people I love that people are vlogging more and showing their real selves I guess mm -hmm. because it takes away from that thought of like oh their life is perfect their life you know like people on the internet are really super normal, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I lived in a dorm my freshman year. I go, I went to college. I wake up sometimes at, like, noon or I'll spend a whole day doing nothing. You know, like, it's not very glamorous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm just thinking of, like, was it, I think it was your Vlogmas or something. I was, like, one day I was, like, binge watching your vlogs anyway <laughs> I can like I can remember when you often say that in vlogs you're like well I'm just like laying in my bed and I'm actually doing nothing I'm just like, oh yeah no that's a common this. theme for me it's actually bad I should probably start doing more things but you know some days I'm just like I don't want to do anything I don't mm -hmm. no no that that's amazing and I love how like authentic you are it's such like people need to be more real because I think with you know in I think there was like a time where everyone wanted to create this perfect like Instagram feed and I think a lot of us still do like I still look at my Instagram feed right <laughs> like how it yeah. looks but no, yeah. I think yeah but I think like the trend is really more going towards being more relatable and human because people now know how easy it is to like photoshop and to pretend and yeah no yeah exactly and like of course I still like posting like my pictures on Instagram are very like my best side you know mm -hmm. like on Instagram I s like to edit pictures and I liked the aesthetic of it but 
for Instagram stories or vlogs or something like that, I know that people are seeing the real me on there. Not that Instagram's not the real me, but mm-hmm. obviously Instagram is a highlight reel. Yeah, no, that makes so much sense. And I think, especially for business owners, as you said correctly, with like building trust, right? You need mm-hmm. to build a relationship and just with perfect pictures and it won't happen, right? <laughs> so um, I love that we, we touched on that. So you vlog regularly, right? And I know that you, I mean, you said it, you studied full-time, you did like consistent videos for your like main channel and vlogging channel. And you're also like quite like healthy and fit and stuff. So <laughs> what are, what are your best like time management tools that also maybe girl boss entrepreneurs could benefit from? Um, so I definitely think with being in school with any job, I guess you do need to prioritize a lot and plan So for me, being in college, I was always a big planner. So I would have an agenda and I would write out my pretty much what I wanted to accomplish that day. Um, So if I had a lot to study, I knew I wouldn't film a video. Or if I had to film a video because I procrastinated and I have a posting schedule, then I'll wake up earlier. So you just have to make time for things. Like when people say that they don't have time to do YouTube, it's really that you're just like not completely prioritizing it because you could Mm -hmm. wake up earlier you could stay up later to edit um you could like you just have to prioritize and really really plan your day it definitely takes a lot of time like it's not super easy or anything like that but I think if you sit down and really like super serious about planning out your days and making sure that you if you're gonna do all your homework Monday through Thursday do that and then have Friday Saturday for filming and editing you know so I just really think you have to think about it. You can't just wing it and hope for the best and hope that you have time this week. So it's a very like strategic, like you have to plan it and put it in your day. And the same goes for me for exercise. I have to do it like every day at the same time. So whether that's in the mornings, right when I wake up, like I feel like I have to do it every day to make a routine out of it. So I'm not one of those people. It's like, Oh, I'll just exercise whenever I have time. Like, I'll purposely wake up earlier so that I have time to exercise because I know I won't do it in the middle of the afternoon. Mm -hmm. That makes so much sense. And Mm -hmm. so I loved how you said it's all about prioritizing. And you know what, what just came to my mind is that me, myself, like with my, with uni and with now being like becoming a girl boss entrepreneur, a lot with priorities is also that sometimes you cannot like, meet your friends or you can't do this you can't do that so I would love if you could tell us whether you have experienced for example outgrowing people not being friends with the same people you used to be what was that English I don't know you know what I mean like (laughs) I get what you're saying yeah like how did people in your life like react to your YouTube and you not having that much time anymore Um, I think my friends are really, really supportive about it. So they understand that I might not be able to like go out with them or stuff like that. But also like if it's like a birthday party or something special for my friend, I'm going to make time for that, you know? So like I just have to really think, plan ahead my days. So if 
I plan to like go out to dinner with a friend, like I'm going to put that in my schedule and I'm not going to be like, oh, sorry, I can't, I have to film a video if I already plan hanging out with them. So I think they really understand that I'm, I guess, busier, but um, I also do plan to like hang out with them and see them so that I'm not completely isolated because I don't think that's healthy either. I think you really have to have a good mix of like actually hanging out with people and doing work mm-hmm. and doing school because YouTube can be lonely because you are sitting in a room by yourself, editing by yourself, thinking of ideas by yourself, you know, like everything is a very individual thing. So I definitely make time to like meet with my friends and stuff like that. Um, But also a lot of my friendships, we understand that like we don't have to see each other every single day to be friends. We can just Mm -hmm. pick up right where we left off. So that's really, really great. And I really appreciate the friends that I do have. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, true. Like I totally... I totally agree with you. And talking about friends and generally, I suppose that also with YouTube, you met a lot of new people and YouTube obviously brought so much to you. Like we just talked about how it builds that audience that Mm -hmm. you already have now for your business. So um, a question I would love to ask is why specifically do you think entrepreneurs and girl bosses should consider starting a YouTube channel? And if yes, or, or do you actually think it's maybe too late to start a YouTube channel now? What's like your opinion? Um, I definitely think that if anyone has an interest in starting a YouTube channel, they should, because it's so fun. I love it. The opportunities that came from it are amazing. I've met so many people. So if you want to start a YouTube channel, I definitely think 100% go for it. I don't think it's too late. Um, but just, I would not recommend starting a YouTube channel just to like get views or get subscribers or anything like that because it's a very long journey and process. And yes, some people blow up overnight. Like some people go from zero to a million in a year, you know, but that's very rare. Like that's not the average case. Mm-hmm. So, if you don't really, really love it, then it's going to be hard to have a posting schedule and it's going to be hard to make yourself like film and think of ideas and stuff like that. So I don't think it's necessary for entrepreneurs to start a YouTube channel, but if you do have an interest and you want another outlet to kind of show your viewers or show your customers, I guess, um, what, how you, how your personality is, then I definitely think it's a great way, but only do it like if you really want to, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense at all. But yeah, it's definitely not too late either. There's so many people joining YouTube, but there's also so many more viewers. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes, totally. Like I, I agree, I agree with you that also like not everyone, like I always talk about how it's important to find a social media platform that fits like obviously your business, your Mm -hmm. customers, but you like, it's important. Like not everyone loves like editing and being on video. Like other people like love writing. So they might have like blogs and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So I loved, I loved how you, how you pointed that out. Um, but obviously if anyone wants to start, I think YouTube is so great because especially if you have different interests outside your business, YouTube is so great to implement them. Like through vlogging, for example, like you can bring so much of your random kind of like (laughs) interests into your videos, which is like so interesting. Yeah, Yeah, no, exactly. Like YouTube is a great place if you're, if you have interest in it, but it definitely isn't for everyone. Mm -hmm, Totally, totally. So I think we like 
covered a lot of great stuff. I spe- like my favorite question was probably the one with like authenticity because that's just oh, so, 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 so important. But mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, I would love now to talk a bit more about entrepreneurship because a lot of my listeners actually are like young entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs. And I know that you are like still pretty new to entrepreneurship. I mean, like I am too, right? So you're soon launching your own clothing line. So I would love if you could, you know, tell us a bit about it, like your inspiration, your motivation behind it. And also I'm super interested, like in the process, like what do you actually have to do to create a clothing line as like a young, young person? (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Um, I have always wanted to start an online store forever, I feel like. Um, Ever since basically high school, I would say, I've really wanted to start my own online store. And then I also always wanted to start my own business. So those two are are the same, but I was never thinking of them the same way. Like whenever I was like, oh, I want to start an online business, I would like, or a business, I would like brainstorm app ideas or like companies Mm -hmm. I could start. But then eventually in college, I realized I really wanted to start, like be my own boss and start my own online store, like not just have that be a dream anymore. Um, Because I've always been very into fashion and expressing myself through my clothes. So, um, and I really feel like clothing is a way to make people express themselves and like feel good about themselves, not in a shallow way. You know, it's just a way that like, if you feel confident, you'll like feel better about Mm -hmm. yourself, I guess. Um, so I basically was just thinking, I started researching how to start an online store, the steps behind that. And I really thought like, if not now, when, like, why not now basically? Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to put aside money from my savings and I'm really going to start this and like be serious about it. So I just started researching a lot and, um, you have to go through a lot of like paperwork first. So like filing for a business, getting a tax ID, researching a lot about it, but it's definitely possible if anyone's interested, it's not that scary. Um, (laughs) and yeah, I just really want to start that before I started my actual real job because I actually am starting an actual real job coming up. Um, and I got the help of my sisters too, and we just decided to go all in. Like, why not? It was a very planned thing. Like for the past five months, we've been working on it, but I really just wanted to start and stop waiting around and like having it be a dream, I guess. Yeah, that makes like I I love that, and especially that you said like you just started. Like that wasn't someone who was like, oh, now you're like ready to start a clothing line Mm -hmm. you were just like no like I'm ready now and I will do this and I think you know obviously a lot of people me included we tend to like wait for someone to to give us the permission right because we are so used to like this I would say like the educational system whatever (laughs) to like you know give, give us like the grades and the certifications and the degrees right so we are so used to waiting for a permission but it's it's always just about starting and giving yourself like the permission exactly and obviously there's research that goes behind it like I looked it up a lot I really thought about it a lot I made a business plan for myself um but you I just really really wanted to start and I knew that 
I could do it now. Like it wasn't something I wanted to kind of go all in. Um, so yeah, I'm so excited though. I'm really, really excited because this is something I've wanted to do forever. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like I'm so, so, so excited. And you. you know, you know, we just talked about um, starting and that a lot of us don't, you know, feel ready. So whilst you are now launching your clothing line, are there any like limiting beliefs that you experience where you're like, oh, like, who am I to do this? I'm, I'm not like experienced enough. I'm not qualified. I'm not ready. Do you have like any of those thoughts sometimes? And if yes, like how do you deal with them? Yeah, definitely. I feel like that anyone who starts a business will think that because mm -hmm. the insecurities get to you sometimes. Um, I'm really lucky that I have a support system, my family, that's like really encouraging me. Um, so they are helping me out. Like even though I was the founder of it, they're really helping me out a lot. So because I'm in LA and like the store, everything is kind of in base in North Carolina. I've been having to get my sister to help me with a lot of things that's home. And, um, I wouldn't be able to do it without them. You know, I wouldn't be able to do it just me. And I also think like, Oh gosh, like I'm starting a job soon. Like how will I have time for YouTube, the store, um, the, my job, social life, you know? So <laughs> those things definitely get to me, but I've just, I am going to take it day by day and I know that if I keep planning and it will work out and if I need to hire help, I'll hire people, you know, so I'm not too worried about it, but that does sometimes I get like in my head and I'm like, oh gosh, like I put too much on my plate, but I'm like, no, I'm fine. I didn't. I have people helping me. It's okay to ask for help. I think also a lot of people really don't want to ask for help because of a pride thing. Mm -hmm. So people are like, no, I can do it all on my own, but really it's okay if you ask for help like a lot of people start out with help and a support team so I think that's also really really important yeah oh my gosh that's so true like I feel like at least that's you know in my mind something where I always thought if you wanted to start your own business it's you like everything is on you and you have to like work all day every day and it's so hard and you know you're like in it alone right mm -hmm. but I loved how you said that you can always get help and it's like so 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 nice that you have this support system um like your family which is awesome that they that they support you so. yeah I know it's been so great and it's been really fun doing it with us so if I'm picking out the clothing to put on the store. I have a group message with my sisters and I'm like, okay, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? You know? So I'm not really doing everything on my own, which is so nice. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. And it's, it's obviously something that, you know, brings people closer together and stuff. So that's so awesome. And mm -hmm. beside those you know, beliefs and that you sometimes get in your head and then, you know, like, oh my God, what did I do? And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Are there any like other challenges that you faced, you know, with starting your own business? Like generally, like with starting a business, are there any things like you maybe didn't expect or anything that like you would love you had known before, if that makes sense? <laughs> yeah, um, there definitely is so much unknown in starting a business because people don't want to share like their secrets, you know, I feel like a lot of people are very, like, they'll tell you the surface level, but they don't want to tell you exactly everything they know, which is fair, like, you 
don't always want to share everything, but um, there's definitely so much work that comes into finding resources, I feel like. That was like my biggest thing. So I knew I had to file for a business. I knew I with my state and I knew I had to get a tax ID number. But then from there, specifically for like online stores, how do I find the wholesalers that I'm shopping for? How do I make sure that they're good quality if it's just online? How? Um, so what I did basically was I would go on different um, markets that sold wholesale because the first thing you look up wholesale Google, like it's not going to be what you're selling on your store. Most likely those are just not good results. So I would look up market shows, which had a bunch of wholesalers that people go to in person because a lot of people don't have time to actually attend those in person. And sorry, if you don't know what like online stores, you, this might sound so confusing to you. Um, but basically there's wholesalers that sell, their clothing to online stores or to boutiques in general. So I, they're always in like New York, Vegas, Miami, LA. And some, a lot of people don't have time to like actually fly to those and go and attend them. So I would just look at the directory and look at the list. And I literally spent hours searching every single store on the internet until I found, found like 10 maybe that I like out of mm-hmm. like over a hundred you know, so it just, like, takes so much time, and I never thought it would take that much time. Like, I I know that sounds kind of stupid, like, not thinking it would take that much time, but I really didn't think it would be that hard finding brands that I connected with and liked, mm-hmm. but it took so much research. Like, I feel like when you're shopping, you're not thinking about, oh, I wonder how they picked out this item, you know, but they probably spent hours researching for that specific brand and looking into it and then deciding that they'll carry it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That, like, like online shopping. <laughs> uh-huh. No, that like, wow. Like, first of all, it's amazing that you obviously have that ambition, that drive to do that. Like, <laughs> I think that that's also like a lot of people, they think, oh, it would be so cool to, to, you know, have my own clothing line, to start my own business and this and that. Um, but obviously not everyone is ready to actually go through those like kind of struggles right because mm-hmm. there will like there are a lot of like struggles and obstacles where I'm like oh this is so uncomfortable this is so out of my comfort zone I don't want to and it would be easier otherwise um but I love it and like thanks for kind of giving us um the behind the scenes a little bit um what I would love to ask you it's like a little like side question it just popped into my mind but yeah. I, I would be so interested and I think a lot of my reader uh, readers oh yeah <laughs> listeners <laughs> listeners as well like where do you see your store let's say in three years um I am hoping that I want to do a lot more influencer marketing that's like my goal for my three to five year plan So I really want to start being able to send influencers on trips or send them like PR packages or work with a lot more influencers and get to know them more personally. Um, I really want to make my store a little more personal than other stores. I really like how Revolve, for example, Mm -hmm. has um, a group of influencers that they always bring on trips and they're all, they have like their Revolve fam and they're all really close and they actually form connections on that and they get to show that to their viewers by like blogging or stuff like that. So I really want my brand to be a lot more personal in that sense and do a lot more 
things with influencers because I know how, I mean, being an influencer, I know the other side of it too. So I'm really interested in seeing actually the business side of influencer marketing because right now I'm just on the influencer end. So I'm really excited to see that. But yeah, that's ultimately my goal is to be big enough um, that I can do that because obviously that requires a lot more profit <laughs> and <laughs> revenue. Um, so my goal is to really make it a little more personal and be able to connect with other influencers. And also through my YouTube channel, I really want to do a series of starting your own business and how to kind of like logging my process. So like if I'm working all day on it, I want to do like a week in my life or a day in my life of like an online business owner. So I just really want to connect more with people that are actually shopping there. I don't just want it to be a place where people shop. I want them to know like what they're buying from, who they're buying from, the process behind the scenes if they watch the vlogs, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I'm first of all, I'm so excited for this YouTube series. Like, oh, oh thank God. you. <laughs> this will be yeah, amazing. Thank you so much. Um, and what you said with your PR packages, oh my gosh, so much fun. Like, see, I like study public relations, like PR mm -hmm. at uni. So like, that's why it's like so cool. Like I love influencer marketing. I think it's like, oh, it's so incredible. Yeah, I definitely think that that is the new form of marketing for mm -hmm. any business. I feel like some people are like, oh, not for my business. Like, I'm still going to do the traditional route. But really, influencer marketing, I think, is taking over every single business. Yes. Because there's an influencer for anything. Like, I'm obviously in, like, the beauty, fashion, lifestyle community. But, I mean, there's video gamers. There's people that do woodworking on YouTube. There's people that sing. There's people that might do, like, even more specific things, like, even plumbing, I feel like there's probably like a plumbing YouTube channel, you know, like <laughs> there's literally something for everything. So I really think that influencer marketing sh is being infiltrated in every single industry. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. So agree. Like influencer marketing is just so powerful. And I love like discussing obviously like influencer marketing with entrepreneurs, like businesses, but also mm -hmm. with like influencers. It's really interesting to see like from both sides and yeah I, like and your vision it's it's amazing and it's definitely like you will definitely achieve it as well oh thank um, you like I see I see I see a bright future and <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so my last little question is I love like those kind of questions and um, what is like your your number one piece of advice or just like one lesson you learned maybe or anything that you would like to give my listeners especially those who are like young and ambitious and aspiring entrepreneurs maybe if they also want to you know start a youtube channel become an influencer like some advice or one piece of advice yeah um i definitely think that you should be yourself as cliche as that is um people like like you were saying earlier authenticity and relatability so I feel like you shouldn't try to be someone else because your viewers will be able to see that eventually and then honestly you're going to be unhappy in the end because you're putting up a face and you can't really be yourself on the internet um, another thing is that you should be try to be consistent and also strategically plan it out because a lot of people just again think that they're going to be like overnight famous or like overnight success um, like a lot of people will message me and they'll be like, Hey Natalie, like I started a YouTube channel three months ago and like 
I haven't really grown that much in subscribers. Like, how can you help? Like, what do you suggest I do? And there's no answer to that. Like, it's not like, oh, film this video and you'll get a bunch of subscribers. It's really patience and just being consistent with it. Because um, people like con consistency and they like coming back to the same thing. Like, they know that you'll film a video this week, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I definitely think just making sure that you actually plan it out. Don't just randomly decide to film a video. Like, take time out of your day and be serious about it and treat it as you would treat anything else, like any other job. Um, but yeah, be yourself is definitely the number one thing because you'll end up hating it if you're faking it and people will see through that. And it's just so much better to be real with your audience and get them to see the real you. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yes. And I mean, you're, as I said in the beginning, you're like so amazing at doing that. Like I think for, I think it also gets better. I mean, obviously the more often you film, you vlog, it's get, it gets easier and easier to just talk like you normally talk and not like 100%. in the beginning. If you watch my first videos, I'm literally the most awkward person. Like <laughs> your first couple of videos are probably going to be bad because you're not going to be comfortable in front of the camera, but upload them anyways, because you just need to get that off. Like you need to just start uploading and get the hang of uploading and then you'll start being yourself more but like if your first videos aren't that great don't worry I don't think I literally don't think anyone's worse so mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> like you'll probably be awkward on camera and like <laughs> look at the viewfinder the whole time like that's normal <laughs> yeah totally just like as we said before you just need to start so mm -hmm. I love that we we it's kind of like it was a good like circle now like yeah exactly just start it and you'll get the hang of it <laughs> yes. so Natalie how can my listeners connect with you stalk you find you see what you're up to tell us yeah. well I have my YouTube channel I have two YouTube channels actually a main channel and a vlog channel so my main channel is just my name Natalie Barbu and then my Uh, vlog channel is Natalie Barbu's vlogs, so very easy. And all my social media is just Natalie Barbu. So if you want to follow me on Instagram, <laughs> Snapchat, Twitter, yeah, that's all just my name. So it's really easy to find. Yes, and yeah, I I'd will... love if you guys subscribe, comment on my Instagram, my latest post, or on my YouTube if you came from Laura's podcast. Yes, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, let me know. Yeah, so I will I will leave everything in the description box. I will also leave a link to your shop's website because I looked at it earlier and you can like sign up for an email list, right? Uh yes, you can. Yeah. So if you want to be notified, definitely do that. Awesome, awesome. So it was lovely to have you on. So knowledgeable, so fun, and thank you. Yeah, no, seriously, thank you so much for asking me. So guys, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I loved, again, like interviewing Natalie. It was so, 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 so much fun. Do not forget to check out her YouTube channel, subscribe, check out her Instagram, follow her and make sure you comment on one of her latest posts as she said that you came from this podcast because I think she will be really, really, really happy. And yeah, oh my gosh, make sure you subscribe to the newsletter for Natalie's clothing line because this will be amazing and I'm so 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 excited to see what she will come up with and you know how everything will develop 
And if you're new to this podcast, of course, make sure you subscribe for more, you know, girl boss content and social media stuff, personal branding, YouTube, everything like that. And yeah, thank you so, so, so much for listening. And I will, you know, chat to you guys in the next podcast episode. Bye.